what do you think? Uh, what do you What are you trying to say, buddy? Thoughts, feelings, ideas, anything that wants to come out of your mouth? No. Yes. No. Oh. That's how I feel about both of these movies. They're both good. Meow, 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 you want what to be you on the show too? Okay. Um, what do you have to say about the Brady Bunch movie? Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah. thank you for coming up here. Yeah, he very much wants to be a part of this whole thing. No. No. No, buddy, that's not what we're... We don't have to do that. Alright. Well, um... Despite what you may, what you're hearing right now, this is not a cat cast. A cat, a cat, cat a cat cast? Is that what a cat, cat cast? Get, get out of here, you cat cast. Now you're just laying on pieces of paper and touching them, like when you're not supposed to. I enjoyed both of these, both of these movies. They made me happy. The, this is Top Notch Nonsense, where uh, a genre movie podcast where we talk about uh, movies that are both silly and sadistic, both uh, sumptuous and cerebral. And Penny. oh Christ, this, uh, uh, this is not a podcast where we talk about cats a whole bunch. But the cat did watch it. I mean, did watch these two. He's starting yeah. to watch these movies with us. He which did. Is nice. I mean, yeah. I I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the two Brady Bunch movies that came out in 95 and 96, respectively. Um, both, uh, well, uh, first one came out in Feb... Uh, I'm Michael Benson, by the way. Or Michael, or Mikey B, or Spiky Mikey, or Pixie Stick, or Asshole, or Weirdo, or uh, Strange Hair Guy, or... Um, guy with a uh, uh, you know ooh uh, a knockoff from the uh, uh, I'm I'm Chris Elliott's character in Scary Movie I heard I heard that f fucking 20 times within like a fucking I don't know 6 month period when it for, when the movie first came out it was super fucking annoying ooh just like Scary Movie that's what also a whole bunch of comics say they say ooh just like Scary Movie Yes, it's exactly like Scary Movie, and I'm very scary. Get the fuck away from me. Or yeah, I've never seen that, so I don't know what you're referencing, so I don't Chris know Elliott played someone with cerebral palsy, but he drooled more than usual, and uh, he was in a horror movie playing an Igor, Igor, Igor character, as as it's mentioned in Young Frankenstein, the Igor, Igor. But uh, it, that type of character, and he had cerebral palsy, and people were like, oh, I know, it's just like that thing. Yes, it is just like a character you saw in a movie. Really? They don't like reference, that. like, the usual suspects? That's what I reference, and that's what I pretty much enjoyed referencing. Once he got canceled, I was 
sad because oh yeah the bad guy was i i I was pissed off when i first saw that i thought i was uh it was 1995 i i was 10 years old i had no idea i was like oh wow a handicapped person on on screen and it's a bad guy and he knows what's what and in the last five minutes oh you're a bag your your foot doesn't your foot works it's not dragging like mine does, you Aww. fuck. I thought it was all bullet. I was like, ah, god damn it, a good actor. He also sex- uh, sexually assaults young uh, boy- I mean, boys or older boys. I don't know what, how to say it like that. But older boys, you know, 17, 16, 15, you know, whatever. Still uh, not okay. Not, it's still not okay. It's, uh, whether you're, tr- or whether you're, pr- first of all, don't pretend to have cerebral palsy. You know, that just. That's that's bullshit. I don't like that. Uh, and B, you know, also don't be a sexual assaulter. But if you are gonna, I mean, it's if you are going to pretend to have cerebral palsy, do it as well as Kevin Spacey as Kaiser Sose, mm-hmm. because that's this is actual name. I but I had so much hope. I was like, wow, what a great. I mean, my gosh, they got a person with cerebral palsy integrated into the movie. I was Aww. really stupid. I was like, I didn't. It was written by a. And even then, I was like, oh, well, that would be interesting if they did it throughout and they integrated in the movie. And I was like, oh, no, that's not... That was in the script. It was all... Bold, it was all oh. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was 10. I was a bit, uh, a, a, a bit dense when it came to certain things. And I was like, oh, well, if I could... If he can be that... And I was thinking that throughout the movie. It was like, if I... That means I could be an actor with cerebral palsy up on the screen and it would be in a big motion picture and that it was all bullshit. But yeah. Uh, anyway, we're not going to talk. We're going to talk about a different movie from 1995. And uh, this came out in February of 1995. The original Brady Bunch movie. And uh, here are some of the movies that you could see in... The month of February, uh, while this movie was also out, um, we had My Teacher's Wife. What? Mm, ooh, yummy. Uh, or not. Uh, Ripper Man, Boys on the Side. That's what Kevin Spacey had. Oh, Boy is on the side, and he did dirty, bad things uh, to them. Uh, In the Mouth of Badness. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Cyber Bandits. That sounds like an awesome... Terrible movie. I'm looking forward to watching with you. 101 Nights, uh, Ag- Agnes Varda. The Jerky Boys, City on Fire, Quick and the Dead, Return to Moon Junction, which is the Moon It's the Moon Junction sequel without Cheryl and Finn. Just a, you know, just a, a, another lady. And it isn't Cheryl and Finn. You also have Shallow Grave, Tough and Deadly, Texas Justice, Billy Madison, uh, as well as Just Cause with uh, Sean Connery and Lawrence Fishburne, as well as uh, Heavyweights with Ben Stiller, um, Citizen X, The Hunted, and a movie that we need to do for the pod just based on the on the title alone. Listen to this: The Wacky Adventures of Doctor Bones. And Nurse Shirley. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just thought it was a cool... It's, it's no, one just of the, like, why is it named that? That's I, 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 I don't know. So I, we're going to have to dig deep into that. This is um, 
This movie is, is, this is throwback central. My God, we're watching this in 2023. Yes. It came out in 95. It is about the kitsch of the 1970s, you know, or 1960s. And I wasn't a big Brady Bunch and Partridge family person growing up because I, I, I was attuned to Rugrats and and some Power Rangers and, you know, other... You weren't a Nick at Night kid? I was a Nick at Night kid, but I liked my Nick at Night. I liked the... I liked more adult, you know, with not so many, like, children running around saying, Oh, Bobby, my my nose is broken. If this bitch needs to shut the fuck up. You know, all that type of stuff. Well, what Nick at Night shows did you watch? Uh, Cheers and Lucy and uh, How We Love Her. And, uh, you know, of, co- of course, uh, there was... There was some Frasier. There was some like old school. There was some old school Johnny Carson. I I, I uh, there was the uh, uh, Nick and Knight stuff. I don't know if it was on exact Nick and Knight, but yes, a lot of a lot of eighties, a lot of eighties sitcoms. I watched a couple episodes of uh, where Michael J. Fox plays a, re- a Republican, and um, there was more than one. Yeah, there was a couple. No, no, a couple more shows, like episodes. I only watched like oh. two or three episodes. But yeah, there was some, um, and uh, I, 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 I got on that fucking bandwagon of of Back to the Future right away. I love that. All right, but uh, yeah, it's. I never really got it. I'm sorry, I never got into Bray. I'm sure you did, right? You, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, I mean, I think I, I got into it kind of in the nostalgia when this movie came out. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and. I, I don't know. I have I I I had trouble catching the attention growing up as a as an only child. I couldn't I couldn't dare you know compete with two other fucking fuckers and then another fucking three other fuckers. If I was part of a family that had like two other guys and I of course I would be in the middle somehow. I think I would always be in the middle, and uh, and then you know. And then had to deal with that all of those amount of siblings. I don't know if I would have wanted to participate in that type of. Uh, if it was a TV show, I'd say no. I would. Say you wouldn't no. want to participate in your family if you had siblings. Yeah. Well, I, I if it were being filmed and they were getting better shots, yeah. I don't. And fuck off. No. Until I get a fucking close up or a, a real A story rather than the B story that's going to be cut. 10 or 15 minutes down, I'd much rather if this was a reality show and they did... How, did they do a reality show, The Brady Bunch? It seems, like, logical that they No, the guy who played shit. Peter was on The Surreal Life oh, yeah. in the 2000s, and he met his wife, who was on America's Next Top Model. I don't know if they're still together. They might be. Yay, I guess. That's the only... They had, like, TV movies. There was, like, a very Brady Christmas in, yeah. like, the 80s and stuff And like there's that. even a, uh, yeah, there's even a, um, there is a Christmas movie that came out in 2002 that's oh, a TV shit. movie that is, um... With this cast? The third of, uh, uh, I don't know if it's the it's probably exact not. cast, but no, the, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not great. Uh, or it's from, from what I hear, at least. Um... <laughs> Oh God! Well, it, it uh, I enjoy I enjoyed this enough. This was sh- shot in uh, sh- uh, Sherman Oaks, and in some scenes were filmed in New Jersey. Some scenes were filmed, uh, you know, in Woodland Hills. It was also just shot in this uh, in the in the valley. In the valley, here, yeah, which is nice. But um, yeah, I I enjoy it. Just 
And they got good. They got a great cast for this too. Yeah. They, they, and the, the cast is really what makes it. Well, the writing's good too. But. The writing is good. It's sharp enough. The uh, the jokes keep on coming. Not all of them really work. Work, but they do keep on coming. They're they work enough. And uh, yeah. yeah, every line is just bit after bit after bit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they got they got a really great uh, Marsha Brady Christine Taylor, who's uh, fairly famous now for being. Uh, Ben Stiller's wife, as well as doing all these other things, yes, and as and of course that they got everyone looks like their characters, even though even though this uh, the original was shot like in the set in the seventies. God damn, in nineteen yeah from nineteen sixty nine to nineteen seventy four, which is uh, it's amazing how how we started doing like early IP so early on of just trying to figure out different ways to uh, get people to come to the fucking theater yeah. to people remember oh i remember this thing isn't that wasn't that a cool interesting moment in time and people were really obsessed with this i never understood it so i really enj- uh, i never understood the hardcore fandom when it came to this but uh, some of this stuff was um ugh. Look at me trying to put my headphones on. You can't. You can't because this is an audio form. Thank you very much for listening, by the way. Uh, but in 1995, even uh, the 90s stuff that they are referencing or that they're doing, like uh, the certain amount of like heavy metal grunge during the yeah. party scene, that uh, that feels a bit past its prime. Everything uh, it feels like this could have been could have been made in '93 and kind of probably hit the mark a little harder. I don't. I can't imagine how uh, how intense and how wonderful uh, the money was on this thing. Oh, 54.1 million dollars it made at the box office, but it's it's just. Uh, I, yeah, I think it did very well. That's why they greenlit a sequel so yeah so, so quickly. Soon. And you would have to uh, do it so you can get as much cash out of this as possible because these uh, the jokes while very uh uh sly and sharp it's and very meta and, and very meta and there there's uh, uh throughout both of these movies there's a surprising amount of sex jokes throughout i mean throughout that are like really oh my that feel very 1950s as well as very 1990 i mean yeah very it's a sitcom-y. pretty horny movie very but, oh, but while still remaining ways. yeah while still remaining fairly chaste and cutesy in a in a but yeah it's it's campy it's it, it's a it's it it's a lovable inter you, you can tell the people who love uh, who made the movie actually care a little bit enough about the fucking tv show to make references like pork uh pork chops even though apparently that's one uh, one of greg one of the young men's uh fucking lines about pork chops it's it's not said by him but you have it on the fucking written in big chops there's a lot, yeah, pork chops there's a lot of easter eggs in this yeah yeah uh and it's it's a it's it's fine it's a bit bland in parts but that's not that's that's not a that's not a real big issue but uh yeah it's opened at number 1 which is insane which i mean not insane but yeah I, 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 and we have opening, we don't even, we have, like, sh- shots of L.A. to open up this movie, and we have, like, oh, it's over, uh, you know, we get to see, uh, modern, or, quote-unquote, modern 90s 
Los Angeles and we're stuck in traffic and we see the fucking... Because of course we are. Because of course we are. And then we see the... Uh, and yeah, they show, like, yeah, very mid-90s LA. Like, everyone is on a cell phone, an yeah. old-timey cell phone. Yeah. One guy's, like, reading while driving. And then um, we keep driving by the, you know, the light-up um, freeway signs about, like, um, killer bees, gang wars, and then the last one says, have a nice day. Yeah. And, it, it, yeah, it seems a little... It it, it it seems a bit subversive for for the movie that I mean the for the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah. Well, it, what, oh, this time it's new and it's interesting and it's it's uh, under there's an undercurrent of dark humor throughout. Ooh, ooh, ooh. gets you all tingly and it's very modern, very postmodern or whatever people want to fucking say. But yeah, it's I I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it enough. They, yeah, I I can't get over how good the fucking casting is on this. First of all, we got fucking uh, the Michael McKean as the bad yeah. guy. As we open up, we He's don't open bad. up on them. We open up on him in traffic, trying to uh, is basically a real estate fuckhead trying to get all the uh, the real estate developer to try to buy, have everybody sell him all of the land so he can develop. Condos and all sorts of shit well, to make plenty it, of money. Apparently, yeah. the idea is a residential mini mall, which sounds bonkers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he has to buy all the houses in this particular neighborhood, the Brady's neighborhood. Yeah. To use that land yeah. to build this residential mini mall, and we find out that all their neighbors have already sold their house, and they're supposed to, you know, make a killing. Yeah. But the Brady's are the holdout, and that. And they don't want that. They want they want to live there forever because it's their real home and they care a lot about this and all that all that wonderful jive, as they say. In the yeah, I mean, Mike, Mike Brady designed it, which is a whole gag in yeah. this movie. He's an architect. That's what he does. That's how he, that, that's how he makes so much of his money. I really wanted him to... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I, I really wanted him to succeed. He's such a sweetheart of a guy. That wonderful Gary Cole just trying oh, to yeah, do... Oh, yeah, he kills it in this. Great work here trying to say, oh, I, I did it all. With all his confusing lines that just kind of yammer on into almost meaninglessness. And we own, we own, we all know the actual characters. We have, you know, uh, of course, Alice and Jan and Marsha and... And Carol, who is the mother, and all that type of, and uh, of Cindy and Marcia and Jan, and uh, I forget who is the freak. I'm sorry, I don't know their actual. There is Greg. Uh, there's Mike Brady, and then Greg is the oldest, and then Peter, and, and then Bobby, and Peter, and then Bobby is the younger one. Yes, and uh, they, they're such a wonderful family, and they're so happy, and nothing bad's gonna ever happen to them. Apparently. Uh, fucking Mike Brady doesn't keep up on his fucking property taxes, and that's that's one of his major issues, other than him being a very bland fucking architect. Michael McKean is married to Jean Smart. They are the Dittmeyers, or whoever they, I mean, yeah, Dit. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. That, that's, uh, and so they are, they... He really wants to roll in the. He really wants to roll in the cash, and he just can't. He can't do that. Anyway, at the Brady's, at the Brady's house, every this is a nice, happy family. They have, of course, you have Alice, and of course, Jan is jealous of her older sister, uh, Marcia, and 
Hold it, and C Cindy is finding out what a fucking tattletale is and how it, you know, what, what the moral implications of that are. Which is like, oh no, he does, she does terrible, she, you can't do that, and that we find out that how that's going to become a regular thing later on in the movie, you know. Uh, Greg is trying, uh, uh, want, uh, they all have aspirations to be a better person, they uh, all have aspirations for what they want to do in their life. Ooh, I want to be a rock star, fucking... Well, God his damn. whole thing is he's trying to get chicks. Yeah, he is trying to get chicks. And he, he uses the same freaking uh, two lines of fucking song writing that he does for all this shit, and he can't get any girls. But yeah, he's just sings bad folk... They're like terrible folk songs, but yeah. One terrible folk one, song. One yeah. terrible folk songs that he can't... But end. that's also from an episode, I believe. Yeah, they're taking so much shit and putting it all I know, they squeezed one. so many bits from so many episodes in this, it's crazy. Yeah, and they're they're all they're all right. It just... Uh, everyone... Uh, one of them... Yeah, Peter is... Uh, his voice is starting to change yeah. and all that fucking shit. And... Starting to break, yeah, and uh, try, uh, trying to deal with his own, yeah, the rest of his own hormones and the rest of his fucking puberty, which is fucking awful. You know, uh, anyway, the movie reminded me a lot of Pleasantville, which came out three oh, years later. Oh, I can later, see that. Mainly because of their interactions with the real world and how they seem to be, the entire family seems to be stuck in, it, like, in amber, like a mosquito would be, you know, if it, it was dug up. They're stuck in time, yeah. They're stuck in time, and they don't... And and I guess it just it didn't work for me as well as I thought there would be. I thought there needed to be a little bit more higher and meaner and scarier stakes rather than the loss of, a, uh, of not being able to pay your property taxes and then... Uh, and then it's all seems like it's going to, uh, it's, uh, of course, be, this being a sitcom, it's going to work out in the end and everything's going to Yeah, I think out. that's the whole idea is it's like they have this seemingly insurmountable problem that gets solved actually very easily. Like, yeah. Like an old-timey sitcom. Sit, uh, yeah, and it doesn't... It's part of the meta-ness of it. it it's part of the meta-ness uh, of it. And it just... I, I, know, I know that's real, but I maybe I was expecting a little bit more harshness, it being 1995. That, uh, but the, I, I don't I don't know. I, 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 it didn't, maybe the jokes didn't cut as deep and the it didn't feel as heightened. It, it felt like they were going to make it after all. I know that seems kind of naive of me to think that, uh, that they would make it a scarier movie in... Especially when it's when it's kind of called a, the Brady Bunch, movie, and especially yeah. it's kind of like a it's a PG thirteen comedy. Yeah, and that but that thirteen, that I mean I I'm trying to think of the thirteen. I mean I guess I think it's all the sex jokes. It's all the sex. I guess it must be all the sex jokes. And I didn't hear any fucks. The word fuck in either in either movie that they are. No, doing. no, they really didn't curse no. much in this in no, this film, no. if at all. If at all, and uh, God, so what? Uh, yeah. So we have this all. We have this all set up. We have, you know, P 
Peter is dealing with the puberty and he has a sex teacher. He has a thing. <laughs> yeah, a sex ed teacher. A sex ed teacher, not the sex teacher, which is something you find on porns. Like, this is how you do it. Uh, but Ask him on Tell Jordan. Is that oh yeah, I do remember that his his sex his sex tapes. Wait, Montel, all, wait, Montel Jordan had a sex tape. No, I'm joking. He didn't have. A I sex was referencing tape. the song. No, and I was referencing a non-existent sex tape. But that that that's how you fuck. But that's how you would put on your sex tape the the phrase. This is how we do it. Montel Jordan. It's just you know just had sex with his wife or his lady friend and. And, you know, he, he gave it out to a whole bunch of friends to teach sex. Uh, no, that didn't happen. I This is all comedy, apparently, right? Parody, uh-huh. Please do not sue me, uh, sex man Montel Jordan. I know how you do it. This is how we do it. We, you, you taught me. Um, not, no, you taught well, me you the have, song, not the sex. <laughs> you have a bit of a funny story. As relates to Peter's experience in Oh yeah, exactly. Class. I was gonna bring that. I was gonna talk about that I before I got into before we talked about Montel's Jordan sex tape, but she doesn't have one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. That would be no, freaky. that exact. That would same. be freaky though, isn't he? Like six eight. Yeah, six eight. So he's you know he needs a yeah. videotape that says this Mont- is how we do it. Montel Tall Jordan people and um. <laughs> And Baron Trump, 6'8". Six, six, or he's 6'7", so six, he's a seven. shorty. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that uh, they want uh, Donald doesn't want Baron to get taller. He actually wants him to... Yeah, he doesn't like that he's taller in any fucking pictures. That's why he doesn't have any pictures of them together. And if they do, they he's like bending down or, you know... Yes, Pumpkin, I heard, the, I heard that same podcast that was talking about that. Sure, great, thank you. I'm glad we now said it out loud. But yeah, that's, uh, it's, yeah, okay, so a similar thing happened to me in this fucking movie. Peter, you know, is is taking sex ed, and not through tape, he just, he's just watching it live. He's not, not sex, just a uh, just a painting of vagina. Or I don't whatever. think it's a painting. It's just it's a, a diagram. Dra- it's, a di- it's a diagram. Uh, no, uh, it's a diagram. A it's a diagram. I'm going to make... A diagram is, totally is a sex a, toy. A, a, what? A diagram could be a sex toy. If you're... If you're um, but I, I want to see a vagina diorama. Vagina diorama. Yeah, that was harder to say than I had previously anticipated, but I want to make one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sign you up for a pottery class and just get a, get a vagina diorama pottery thing. I uh, for all the listeners, I'm doing this thing with my hands. Doesn't make any sense either. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, so yeah, what happens is that he gets in front of the sex ed class and says, "Oh, miss, that might be a uh, that might be a vagina. This is the part of it." But, but he doesn't well, say. Well, like, yeah, head. Peter, can you point to the something or other? Yeah, can you point to the uh, fallopian tubes or oh, the is urethra it tubes? or the urethra? I hardly knew her, and he fucking faints. He fi- he falls on his fucking fucking face. All right. Here's the difference: is that in my situation, it was a video, and what? I kept on. I was sitting, and I was watching the video. What was, was it? A video of Michael? Oh, it was. I don't. It, it, okay, you want me to be? I'll be. This is top-notch nonsense. I'll be very disgusting. 
Uh, it was a, a video of uh, what happens when a woman has uh, uh, the blood happening. Blood dri- the blood dripping. The blood dripping. So and, was, uh, it, was it like a cartoon? Of it was like- a cartoon of, of uh, a vagina wall and the blood was dripping and it was pulsating. And it was pulsating, and like, and it was a cartoon that was a pulsating vagina. Was it just the vagina, or did it, it show the uterus as well? Yeah, it was vagina, uterus, the whole fucking thing. That stuff was like the blood, and it was like ah, it, it looked like it, it looked like a wounded Wookie, like just like a like, rah, like and then it was pulsating. And noise, it, it, reverberations were coming from it, and I was like, I. And then I'm look, so I'm sitting at my chair with my desk in front of me, and I'm watching this thing. I'm thinking, okay, all right, I'm ten. This is exactly how old I was. I was fifth grade. I was ten years old. I knew. I I don't know. It was before or after I watched this movie, but I certainly watched it in 1995, same time this movie came out. And I was watching it. And I was saying, okay, this is educational i should know this so i could somehow uh, could talk to a lady about this later on when i am much older and that's that was my thinking behind the whole thing and i kept on all right well i gotta gotta stare right at it and learn learn what all this pulsating and the uh, the bloody stuff and all the stuff that's happening and like the excretion uh, the excretion of substances that comes from a woman's body and all that great stuff and we all, I say it's great because I'm a feminist, but I, I was, uh, but it, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. I was only 10, so I wasn't as woke as I am today as a 38 year old man. Thank you very much. I'm an American hero. But what happened was that I looked it up and I said, Ooh, my stomach. I don't feel good. I said, uh, I said that in my head, but I'm still sitting there going like, well, there it is. There's the stuff happening and I'm sitting there. And then I say, okay, well, I, I got to get this over with. I, I feel like something bad's going to happen if I don't go to the restroom or go see a doctor or something. Because I am freaking the fuck out. Something that's weird's happened to my brain and my stomach. And I was thinking, is this what a period is? Because I'm understanding what a, the vagina does. It pulsates with blood and stuff like that. But does your, uh, do, you, do you get a stomach twirl? Do you feel bad and you feel weird and you're like, ah. And so I raised my hand and I said, hey, uh, I'd like to, I need to, I need to, I need to. And then I fell down. I said, hey, hi, Mr. Mr. Landis, I need to, I need to do. And then I, and I collapsed on the floor and I fell on the floor. And that's what happened with the. Sex ed, and I never learned anything after that. Uh, I assumed it was all magical, pulsating magical stuff down there, and it and it and for lack of a better, you know, I and that's mostly true. Uh, but all right, so that's what happens to Peter. So I felt for Peter when he fell fucking down and felt bad and felt like shit and all that stuff. I, I he's trying. He, he can't, he can't, he, he has the same problem. He's trying to connect with a woman named Holly. He can't do it because he's too jolly. He's thinking all the stuff that happened. Oh, gosh, don't, 
don't shake your head at me. I'm uh, I'm the one who's doing these fucking awful and yet awesome jokes out of my mouth. Off the top of my mouth brain. It's coming from my pulsating vagina is where it's coming from. But uh, fine. All right. And he's uh, he's he can't sing folk songs. Peter can't. Not unlike fucking Greg, who also can't speak folk songs. Oh, Christ. Uh, he, they... Uh, how, uh, I forgot. How do they uh, get with... The, yes, yes, it's a shit show. Who cares? The... Uh, I, Cindy gives them their tax fucking... Remember their with, mail keeps going to their neighbor's house? Oh, yeah. It keeps on going to their mail. Uh, oh, and Cindy keeps on going and talking to uh, Michael McKean, who seems so pissed off at everybody in his life and just wants to make money. Well, he lives right next to the Brady's and he hates them and they won't sell their house so he can do his deal so he's pissed off at them and he can't understand what Cindy says with her lisps so that annoys the shit out of him and his wife, Jean Smart, is always hungover and she wants to, you know, bang pretty much all the Brady guys except for Bobby. Yeah, which is... uh, Congratulations, by the way. That's, that's That's not cool. There was a sex scene, but it got cut. Wait, with whom? With whom? Uh, with I believe uh, I, with I believe Greg. There was a seduction scene that that need to get cut because it was a bit too racy even for the tone of this movie. Oh I will say that the tone of this movie is is consistent. There's not uh, there's uh, it, it's fairly straightforward. You know exactly what type of it's the same as the sitcom. It's the same as every uh, with a little bit more raciness for it. Uh, because it's coming out in the night in 1995, but nothing uh, nothing super surprising as far as. Uh, Babe, what are you talking about again? There, uh, the tone of the movie is not out of it is it is not out of whack. They made it. They made it. It, it gel really well. The freaking uh, their their seventies ways bounce up against the nineteen uh, the the nineteen nineties very well. It just I I thought there would be a lot more pushback from the nineties people saying, "Hey, why the fuck are you talking like that?" I thought there would be more of that, but there there isn't as much as I I probably wanted there to be. Well, there was the nineties slacker on Wii, so yeah, slacker on Wii, uh, a slacker. Oh oh, yeah. Yeah, a slacker on Wii. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, Cindy is very annoying, but has that list. Yeah, Michael McKean says, hit the, the road, bad seed. Yeah, which is understandable, because she <laughs> looks pigtails. so much like the fucking bad seed person. Bad seed lady. Um, uh, and uh, the, there's a whole rigmarole. rigmarole. There's a whole uh, bat. Uh, she seems, like, really, really... De- it, inadvertently determined to make Michael McKean uh, really uh, trip over himself. He seems really fucking pissed off when she's just trying to be nice, but in the way she's acting, it's pissing him off even more. And Michael McKean doesn't like a lisp as much as the rest of us don't like a lisp. <laughs> Miranda, why are you doing that? I'm saying all of the words correctly. Um, so- we had, there was, a, because of because of the switch up, um, uh, of of male, he did. Uh, he missed his t- property taxes. Mister Mike Brady did 
didn't pay his property taxes. Let me tell you something about property taxes. They're paying the fucking asshole, and unless you pay them, it's, it, it won't go well for you. And I guess that's the whole re uh, reason for this. Make sure your finances are in fucking order. I don't care if you're from 1972. Well, well, the, all the property tax bills kept going to the neighbor's house, yeah. and they just didn't get them, yeah. so they didn't think to pay them, because even in the mid-90s, it, was it wasn't necessarily a thing to pay your property taxes online, so they owe back property taxes uh, of twenty grand, which they have to come up with, you know... In like something like two weeks, or their house is going to be auctioned off. I thought it was like yeah, two yeah, two weeks, and uh, and then and then it's going to be auctioned off, and then it might go to Michael McKean. That, in fact, that is his fucking idea. But uh, yeah, he's and Cause I, as much as anyway, yeah. I would be freaked out. Mike doesn't seem all that freaked out. He's like, well, we're gonna. You know, it'll be a couple of weeks, and I'll certainly do it. I thought it was shorter than a couple of weeks, but it could be just... It, yeah, it might have been shorter, that, shorter yeah. than that. Yeah, but it's uh, that uh, that part really doesn't matter. He doesn't seem panicked. As much as I would pa be panicked in 1995 if I owed $20,000 worth in back taxes, and I had enough white privilege or enough white confidence in my fucking brain to think that, oh, my boss will just... Give me an advance of twenty grand if I give him a a design that is worth looking into, and it's, it's well, he has to sell the actual design to a bunch to of a prospective com yeah. company in order to get the advance. Yeah, and the problem with this becomes a running gag. Yeah, because he's a, it, it. All of his stuff is very plain from nineteen seventies bullets. No, babe. The joke is that every design that he tries to that he that he offers to you know the fast food joint, the health club, etc. It's all just a copy of the Brady's house, like that. Oh, the, shit! Are the, you serious? Yeah, oh, babe, God, that makes so much sense. That's the entire oh, my God. joke, is that that's the that's only design so sad. that you can do. You oh, didn't get that. I didn't time. get that. I oh, just thought God. they looked all the same. I didn't realize that they were the same <laughs> in the fucking house. That is embarrassing, then. Oh, my God, You might, man. you should be very embarrassed. That is so exhilaratingly frustrating to do oh, all this stuff. Oh, my gosh, stuff. babe. So, there are, uh, and, and... All these uh, all these prospective buyers are like fairly disappointed. Now I know why. It's the same fucking goddamn thing. Holy shit! That's a terrible way to. That makes so much more sense now. Oh my god! Oh my oh god! Man. Well, that makes okay. Great or f fine, whatever. Fuck Jesus. Well, that <laughs> during all and, and he has to, he keeps on doing it. I thought it was he was just. I didn't realize. Oh Christ! Well, okay. That's a wide. That's an opening thing to fucking figure out. Anyway, so, um, the, uh, at, Cindy is a tattletale, we all know how we feel about tattletales. It's not, uh, no one likes them. But she seems to, uh, she wants to help her family so much in that she tells the, the fucking goddamn other siblings the, the, the fucking predicament that yeah. they're in. I mean, they they had they kind of had their own problems, yeah. You know, Greg's horny. Peter's starting to get horny. Jan's um, pissed off at Marsha for obvious reasons. Yeah, cause she cause she's prettier and she seems to have schizophrenia, so she goes to see RuPaul, who's her which is understandable school counselor. Um, if you have somebody else inside your body and you who's talking to you and you feel like there's somebody else, you're somebody else, then yeah, go talk to RuPaul. She'll 
she'll definitely uh yeah which is which is a really fun cameo marcia's whole problem is um everyone's in love with her she she has she double dips during the dance she gets um one not one boys but two two men and and noreen her lesbian best friend is also in love with her yeah and that's uh, uh, yeah lucky lucky marcia getting two dudes as well as a woman yeah so the dorky guy asked her out first she said yes but then you know the hot chad asked her out hot chad let's call him chad So, so yeah so she lies to the dorky guy and goes out with um with Oh, what, what's the dude's name? Doug Simpson, the big man on campus. Doug Simpson, my god! But then he turns out to be a complete asshole, um, as most Doug Simpsons and Chads turn out to be. Yes. But uh, she won't make out with him, so he just like strands her on the side of the road. It's, it's fucking awful, and a lot of Chads do do that. Do do that. But she had, yeah, she had been writing to Davy Jones for the past month to get him to play at the dance. Which would be really funny in 1995, because I'm pretty sure the monkeys were doing the um, like the county fair circuit at that time. Yeah, along with Bri- uh, along with Brian Wilson, those were the two. Freaking- oh, I, I saw That's I saw the Beach I... Boys at the at the fair. Um, John Stamos was their drummer. Yeah, I yeah. know. I yeah, know. I don't I... think Brian Wilson was there though. No, I saw Brian Wilson alone at the county fair in the Stanislaus County Fair nice. in 1993, two years before this movie came out. But yeah. He, uh, but then she gets picked up by a limousine and brought to the dance. And, yeah. and and the four oldest Brady kids are all at the dance. Jan's doing what RuPaul said and, you know, had given herself a new look. So she comes out in a black fro. Yeah. Which it's is pretty gnarly. Insane. Uh, Peter's <laughs> trying to impress Holly. And it actually goes pretty well because she does, in fact, like him. But the uh, Dittmeyer's son, their neighbor, he's a jerk face. Um, and he's like threatens to kick his ass. So Peter bails. Um, Greg tries to impress all the groovy chicks by playing his um, shitty folk song. You're not and the, uh, the kind yeah. of metal band that is playing the dance kind of just play him off. Yeah. But yeah. yeah so then Marsha shows up, introduces Davy Jones, who was the one in the um, in the limo that picked her up, yeah. and he starts singing a song, and it's pretty funny. And it goes well with the heavy metal. Yeah, right? all the kids are kind of like, what the fuck is this nonsense? But all the the um, female teachers are all super stoked yeah. and horny, especially the sex ed teacher. She really wants to, you know... Bang. Yeah, bang she really wants out. to get on some Davy Jones. Um, but then, yeah, the metal band starts kind of backing up his vocals, and it actually it goes works. together, so... It works. Everyone starts dancing, and everyone is happy, except for Jan, who freaks out and bails. Yeah. And uh, throughout uh, throughout all this, uh, you know, my, uh, Mike is worried that he might have to sell the house since since two he of can't his... sell a design because it's all the same design because it's just the design of your house apparently. God and, damn it! And... I can't be believe I did I missed that. I can't show. believe you missed that too. Yeah, right. but uh, yeah, uh, and they have all these ideas to get the um, to. Uh, yeah, uh, to get the money, there's a, uh, yeah, so, a talent competition. Yeah, so C- yeah, Cindy, Cindy tattles and lets um, them know after she finds out from the folks. So now the kids are like, "Oh shit! Well, we have to help. We have to try and ra- raise twenty grand." Yeah, and uh, you're gonna a search for the star. It's search for the star contest, and all of a sudden, yes, twenty grand is the grand prize. Yay! Woo! Yeah, what I know. A it's, very, it's very convenient. Yes, it, this whole movie is very, uh, very convenient. Yeah, it, and um, Jan saw the poster for that talent search on um, 
on a post on like a a cork board at school, and she goes and tells the kids, and then Marsha's just like, like we'd really win, Jan. I'm so sure. And then all the kids kind of like just pile on that it's a stupid idea. So then they all start trying to do other jobs to try yeah. and raise money, and they can't do that. They it, they're feeling it that too. It's just uh, and the amount of money that they're able to freaking get. Like I got six dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, for mowing lawns. For mowing lawns, and it's like you're not going to be able to get twenty grand that that quickly. You can't fucking. Yes, they're very shit. they're very naive and optimistic. Oh, but then Marsha says that she um, she can earn the money by being a model, <laughs> and that's when that's when Greg wants to be a rock star too. That's how he's going to save the family by becoming yeah. a rock star. Yeah, and uh, there are there are a lot of funny bits in this uh, that that model thing with her and Jan just jumping up trying to be dancing. Hi, here we yeah, go. Yeah, they don't they don't have they don't have a portfolio. They just bring a reel to reel and play some music and pose reel. in front of a photographer. And Jan is not really posing. She's just jumping up and down. Which is with a big smile. Of, Yay! Wee! Wee! You know, and uh Peter uh, uh you know is trying to build up confidence to be his to be his own man, to stand up to to one of the Dittmeyers, Eric. You know, he want he all of these people. Uh, I like how every character has a uh, an obtainable goal that they actually fucking get to. It's very satisfying, especially when you're uh, when you're. Uh, they all uh, every character, unfortunately, only has like one thing that they more or less uh, and one motivation, one thing that they need to do by the end of the movie in order to feel like a successful fucking person. You know, it's, uh, they, it's, uh, it's really sad. Um, <laughs> What's really sad, babe? It's just really, it's, it's really sad that they can't fucking, they, it, they're, they're so awful at so many things, but they, one thing that they know how to do is sing and dance, just like the fucking Partridge family, which, uh, again, gets referenced in this movie. Oh yeah, this was this was directed by Betty um, Betty Thomas. Betty Thomas, yeah. Who also did one of your faves, The First Wives Club. Oh wait, no, that's a TV show. No, she was mostly a TV uh, director and did a lot of oh, the Hill Street Doc- Blues. And she did some other movies as well. <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a pretty good. She's a decent director. But I she did, yeah, yeah, did some TV. Um, Oh, break! Oh, did the only you with as well as can't hardly wait. Oh gosh, can't hardly wait. That's that's one. And oh my gosh, twenty eight days with uh, Sandra Bullock. So she's done plenty of very uh, interesting and forgetful movies. I don't want to say forgetful, but yeah, fairly forgetful. I Spy. Which is the uh, movie with uh, Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson? So he, she's done plenty of fucking shit. Let's get to the let's get back to the fucking thing. But yeah, she oh yeah also did private parts in Doctor Doolittle. Another fun thing about this movie was all the uh, cameos from the original cast. Yeah, that is true. There was uh, oh god, like um, when Greg goes to Toe Jam Records to try and play his demo again. Not a recording. Nope. He just brings his guitar and is just going to play his demo <laughs> for um, Barry Williams, who was originally Greg, who's apparently the record executive. Yeah, he thinks it's 1957. It's so. And sad. Christopher Knight keeps um, Peter from getting beat up by. Um, the Dittmeyer boy. He's the coach, so that, yeah. yeah. so that's his, um, 
his cameo. The original Alice is a trucker in the movie. Yes, yeah. who brings Jan home after she gets, you know, fed up. After um, <clears throat> the kids, they finally resign that they won't be able to raise the money. So... They're like, well, I guess we'll have to move, and they're all bum. And that's when Marsha, again, bring you know, like, like they're at the point where the house is filled with um, U-Haul boxes. Yeah. And that's when Marsha brings up, like, oh, hey, I saw, you know, the Search for the Stars contest, and the the um, winning grand winning prize is, you know, $20,000. We could become a musical act and do that. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, yes, totally great idea. So Jan gets fed up. And she straight up runs Snaps, away. She yeah. just bails, and she's like walking down Ventura Boulevard in her giant fro yeah, and her seventies clothes. Great. And one of the streetwalkers, which I, I've never seen a streetwalker on Ventura Boulevard. I'm not sure exactly what part yeah, of the valley she's is, in. Yeah, it's just like uh, get rid of the hat, girl. You'll be all right. But then, yes, um, Ann B. Davis. Ann B. Davis and picks her up. Yeah, and uh, Flor- uh, yeah, Florence Henderson, the original Carol, is actually is at the, the very, very at the end, very yes. end uh, as the family grandmother and waiting for you know is which is yeah this is it's all very it's all very sweet it's all very nice I was expecting a little bit more bite to this movie but it 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 it, it worked oh gosh they they pay. Uh, there is a um, really great sequence in this movie where where Michael McKean is talking to all of the uh, neighbors, and there are so many really great jokes about the sitcom, like logical jokes about the sitcom and who these characters are and why they are. It's one of the very... I mean, there's a lot of self-referential stuff and a lot of meta stuff, but they really pe- uh, pile it on in this particular scene where we have... Uncle Phil from Fresh yes. Prince is one of it's the one neighbors. Of their neighbors yes. We have a gay couple. We have a very very old couple. Uh, there's there's all sorts of uh, and they're all saying, "Oh, have you ever this, uh, like eight people or nine people?" And there's no there's only one bathroom. That, that's with that's no a toilet. Because yeah, that's no really toilet. Which that is that the toilet was never shown on the TV show. Which is uh, another thing, and I understand never wanting to show a, the toilet uh, in a TV show. You don't do that. Especially I, I'm, 19, I'm sure, that might have even been a standards and practices thing at the time. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't. I mean, they still weren't showing toilet any toilet stuff in the mid '90s anyway on TV. Well, there was, you could always hear whenever Al Bundy would flush, but yeah, you didn't actually see the toilet. Yeah, but, you know, married with children is not, like, is not the Brady Bunch, as we Uh, all know, no. Uh, But, yeah, and the, their, uh, their performance as a family is really, is, it's nice, it it feels very 1973, Are you talking talking about the musical performance? Yeah, their musical performance. Yeah, Yeah, that was also taken from an episode, and... As was that actual song and the um, the choreography, I believe, and the costumes. That's why it feels so seventies, is because it's what they actually did. Yeah, it is what they actually episode. did. It it just doesn't make it. And you can tell there's a hip hop uh, there's a hip hop group waiting in the wings that we don't get to see oh, yeah. actually perform. All the other performers are fucking. I mean, you know that we have the heavy metal band, which is decent, but it's not for this. Type oh, of, the one with the Dittmeyer boy in it? Yeah. Flem? Yeah, called Flem, which is, yeah. you know, I guess ha- would have a certain uh, uh, clinging on to that. Yeah, I'd li- I would like that enough. And then, yeah, there's <laughs> they're not going to win. Not with the judges that they, I mean, 
the other groups are not going to win, not with the judges that they got, which are Davy Jones, Mickey Dolans, and Peter Tork of yes. the Monkees. Oh, God. Three quarters of the Monkees are the, are the uh, judges, so the Bradys win. <laughs> so the Bradys win. There's also such a great, uh, you know, they're the hair where, when Jan puts on that fucking massive goddamn black wig. Yeah. That huge fucking black afro. Wig, afro. And it it re- that makes me that's also from one of the episodes apparently. It, yeah, it is. She decided she wanted to look a little bit different, but it wasn't a big afro. It was just kind of a, a short, curly, like black wig. Yeah, it's, it's it's great. I loved it a lot. I really love that. I really love this movie a lot, Miranda. Yeah, it was thank fun. you for showing it to me. I uh, yeah, uh, let's go on to the second one. The second one is... Well, are we going to... Uh, uh, we'll do that. I didn't have a lot for the thing. But oh, you're just going to do it all at the end? I'm going to do it all at the end since they're both, you know, so many of them. But uh, this this sequel, which came out a year uh, just... Not even... I mean, yeah, a little over a year later, uh, came out in August of 1996. And the type in the movies you could see... Uh, in 1990, August 1996 are Chain Reaction, August, directed by Anthony Hopkins, a movie called August, released in August, directed by Anthony Hopkins, Escape from L.A., uh, Robin Williams' Jack, Basquiat, uh, The Fan, with uh, De Niro, as well as Wesley Snipes, um, Super Cop 2, which also has Michelle Yeoh in it, I believe. Bordello of Blood, the Tales from the Crypt. Uh, got, uh, the original Gotti that came out in 96. That is a really, really good movie. It's a more of a miniseries type of thing with uh, Armand DeSante. And just really fucking knocked it out of the park as Gotti. I don't, uh, it's... It is leaps and bounds, uh, of course, ahead of the John Travolta movie uh, uh, that we all watched and didn't enjoy at all. Of course, there's Kansas City. Kansas City, here we come. That is a, a upcoming uh, movie for the pod. And that will be, uh, uh, that is with Jennifer Jason Lee. That is a great movie by Robert Altman. Uh, of course, there's Tin Cup which is with Kevin Costner and Rene Russo. Darkman 3, Die, Darkman, Die, which is not as good as the first Darkman. But if you're if you're the third in a movie and you're saying, Die, Darkman, Die, you don't want Darkman to go past number three, uh, of course. Uh, the movie Carpool, which uh, had, enough, uh, you know, in 1996, during the summer of 1996, I believe, um, I, I, I believe Tom Arnold has the, had the best summer of his life because not only did Carpool come out this year, but also The Stupids oh, came, out, came out this month. You remember the movie The Stupids? Vaguely. Yes, not a good movie. The Island of Dr. Moreau, another really oh, not geez. good movie. The remake with Val Kilmer and Marlon Brando. Uh, of course, uh, First Kid with uh, with uh, Sinbad playing a bodyguard of the First Kid. Oh, yeah. Um, the 
City, the Crow, City of Angels, she's the one, Sling Blade, waiting for Huffman, and uh, Sticks and Stones. Those were the amount of... Um, uh, those were the specific movies you could see in August, that came out in August 1996. Now, this movie starts very different from the very from the first one, and it starts like on a freaking island. And uh, there's references to Gilligan's Island in the first one. There's references to all sorts of shit. It, it's it opens with uh, uh, like uh, a, a uh, uh, treasure hunters trying to get a horse. As a, a horse that a has horse to be... A sculpture from the Tang Dynasty. Yeah, a horse sculpture, and there's only so many of them. There's two of them. There's two of them. And they're worth 20 mil apiece. Yeah, which is a lot of money in 1996, and let alone a lot of money now, but yeah. It's, uh, and they're on the hunt, for, uh, like, they get one of them, and I'm wondering, when I first watched this part, I was wondering what exactly, where this was going i had no i was wondering what type of why they were going this direction with this shit has uh, uh, again i haven't made a lot of the uh, i haven't seen a lot of the episodes but is th is this like an opening has this happened before no i don't think so yeah i i, I didn't th think so either miranda roy martin is the uh supposed long-lost husband character in this fucking yes, movie. Yes, he is. Played and by Tim Matheson. Played by Tim Matheson. And played very well. Played yeah. very uh, uh, sarcastically, very matter-of-factly. Very, um... It, it, you can... I, uh, it took me a longer than I wanted it to, but I, yeah, that, uh, to figure out he was a bit of a con man, a bit of a mm -hmm. con artist, who just really, uh... Who just wants this pony, wants this fucking horse, this uh, fucking horse, so he could get as much goddamn fucking, so he can get as much fucking money as possible. So he's gonna fucking pretend to be some person's, uh, to be Carol's freaking husband, which she, which he is really not. He shows up, just just says, "Oh, I'd like to," you know. I, I want to figure this shit out. And of course, the Bradys, go ahead. The Bradys were about, uh, 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 believe him. They actually, because they're wholesome. I, I would have thought that after, you know, uh, dealing with Michael McKean as a, you know, you know, pro, uh, as a real estate developer, that they would have some sort of sharper fucking eye at picking out dickheads. But apparently not. No, they do not have a sharper eye for picking out dickheads, Michael. But you're forgetting, before he shows up... Before he shows up, what? the? Uh, yeah. they, um, they reference another couple of episodes. Like, the, like, there's the whole spiel, like, it's summertime, so they're out of school. Oh, yeah. So they're doing all kinds of other stuff. Um, you know, Marsha and Greg, they have jobs at, like, the local rec center. Um... But, you know, Greg's, like, 17, so he's, like, annoyed at having to share his room with his younger brothers, which it's, like... He's he, a junior. Gosh, yeah. Read yeah, yeah. But then it's, like, they, they... The thing is, they have this whole separate other room in the attic, and the dad's, like, well, oh, I guess you can move into the attic. It's, like, you have a whole other room, and you're making these kids share 
three apiece. Yeah, what an architect you are. But, I, I, yeah, yeah, we didn't find out about this until the second fucking movie, but okay, dick. And they say that's the only bathroom, but it's like, really? There's no master bathroom? There's there's only a bathroom in between the two kids' rooms because it's like an ensuite for both rooms, which is a really weird Also, so no, bathroom, so no bathroom for your re- for for Mike and Carol, Brady. Or yeah, like I said, really, there's no master bathroom. That would be absolutely bonkers. That doesn't make any sense either. But then, you know, when Marsha gets wind of this, um, and Jen too, actually, she's like, whoa, that's bogus. Why do you get it just because you're a boy? Yeah. <clears throat> um, and, you know, Jen, she definitely wants Marsha the hell out of her room. Yeah, um, she does. It's... she. Uh, he, they both... Uh, there's a subplot in this movie that is very... Much more disturbing and un- unnerving than I was expecting in this oh, fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. Where they start to. Well, can yeah. I go ahead? Yeah. So, as as Brady's do apparently from this particular episode, the way they decide things is they build a house of cards. So, and whoever built, you know, whoever knocks the house of cards down is the one that loses and doesn't get the attic room. Yeah. So they're they're building this house of cards, and then um. A couple of the other kids are playing with the basketball, and Jan catches the basketball so that it won't cause any other problems, but she she basically throws her glass of juice in order to catch the basketball, and the glass of juice lands on this horse. And it's white, it was grape juice, hence it's stained, so it was sent to be cleaned. So, now so by the time Roy shows up, the house is at some sort of antique cleaners, because... Yeah. The Carol is going is, to yeah. auction it off at her, like, ladies' club auction yeah. thing, so it needs to be Her clean. ladies' charity club auction, yeah. Yeah, thing. so that's what... So, basically, he shows up, he's looking for it, he can't find it because it's not there. Yeah, and that's... Uh, exhaust. That is frustrating and exhausting. But, yeah, that, uh, he... he uh... And I love how Marcia says when she finds out that, um, that Greg is getting room. She's like, well, haven't you heard of women's lib? It means women get everything they want. Yeah. What do you think of that? And it's that? like, is oh, that what women's lib is all no. About? Oh, really? Well, it okay. hasn't worked, has it? No. No. You don't get anything you want. Go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, it's they 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 really want to uh, it, the the fact that his name is Roy is just kind of leans into what a bad person he is. Okay, fine. All does right. it? Who does it? I I know I've known plenty of Roy's. How many bad Roy's have you known? Every single Roy I have met has not been like a good human being. Like who? I've met like I don't know five Roy's in my life. They've all been fucking weird dickheads. Wow. Yeah, I have never met a good Roy in my life. I've searched out for. I've I met plenty of good okay Rays, but no Roy. I mean, no. Well, well, I don't think Roy is his real name, babe. Oh, he's just that's call- even worse. He's just calling himself Roy because he's pretending to be Carol's first husband, and first and Carol's first husband's name was Roy, and that they thought that he died in the archaeological dig where they found the horse, and that's how the Brady's ended up with it. Is my understanding but, yeah, that and that's point. How, that However, getting back to the house of cards room sharing thing. Is that when Mike finds out um, that they damaged this horse statue and why they were doing it, he says, okay, well, the only fair thing is for you to split the attic room and just put like a, you know, a a string with a blanket across to give yourselves privacy. And that brings us to the plot point you were getting to. Yeah, with Marsha and him kind of being like, oh my gosh, 
do we like each other? Is this hormones, or do I actually have feelings for my for my sister, for my stepsister? Yeah, the fact that Roy shows up and they it kind of light bulbs in their head because I believe the first season, um, it was like something like Greg was like thirteen, Marsha was like twelve, so they were kid kids when when they first like moved in with each other and everything, yeah. uh, and you know. All this, you know, oh, we're family, we're Brady's thing just really kind of got into their head. But then, you know, Greg was like, wait a minute, if Roy's your actual dad, and then Marsha's like, oh, that means we're not actually brother and sister. Whoa, wait, hmm? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, God. It's it's still, it's still a little weird. And yeah, we have the porn thing born out of this. Yes. Which is, which is weird and, you know. Weird. At least Marsha doesn't get stuck in a dryer. Yeah, and yeah. Is that in a porn? I <laughs> stuck in a dryer. It's, it's never... a meme. It's a meme that I've read. I have not seen one because it sounds a little rapey. St- stuck in a dryer. I mean, like I've I've heard being like stuck under it in in it like in between furniture, but I haven't like. <laughs> oh Lord! Why does the woman have to be stuck? No, I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's a good idea. Just it's just a, it's something that I've seen. But you know, I've it, but I've never putting someone in the dryer. That doesn't seem like it's fun for either the person who's getting their hair done or, or the person who's getting who's having the sex with the person. That, that goes to show you how little Michael does no, laundry. No, I know, I know. It's a clothes dryer. I scene. know. I, it, oh shit! It was a clothes dryer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what you think? You think I was talking about one of those big bonnet hair dryer things? <laughs> okay. All right. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I, I can't even picture what that would be getting uh, stuck in that, okay. and then somebody comes and bangs you. Alrighty, well, I'm, that's, I'm very confused. I am very confused too. I'm glad that I'm glad, but yeah, okay. Back to what we were talking about. Yeah, stepkids. They're have they're you know thinking about sex with each other. It's disgusting. It's a Brady bunch. But um, there, yeah, there is a mo- there is a moment where they nearly kiss. In the fucking addict, and they stop themselves because they're being discussed or whatever. But, uh, yeah. P- uh, Peter kind of em- emulates and is interested in Roy and wants to find out who Roy is as a person. They all want to find out who Ro- more Yeah, Peter's Roy. stuck going to his dad's architecture office for, like, an internship type thing yeah. during the summertime, and he's, like, super bored about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like not into architecture. It's not his bag. Yeah, it's 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 really not. So when he meets someone who's not in architecture, uh, architecture, and is just a adventurer, yes. also uh, yeah, also known as a con man, which is what most adventurers are. Mm. Uh, but yeah, they uh, <laughs> the thing the the thing that he said that. He, we find out that Roy's been to prison, and he's also said like, "Hey, lie, steal, and steal and cheat. You know, it's all lie, cheat, and steal and kill dog. and violence, and yeah, only way to be him, top G." He gives him, oh shit! <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> and he straight up like gives him a set of nunchucks, which yeah. he just takes to Mike's office and like beans his boss in the head with it. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a tape follower. He knows he knows anyway, but um. He uh, he he feels fairly com- he feels very comfortable just being super honest 
with what his deeds or misdeeds are. It's like, oh yeah, lie, cheat, and steal. It just you know, I'm an adventurer. He he says enough of the truth to have the kids be inspired by him or mm. think he's like this really cool guy. But uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's um, it, it, they also freaking. But it, 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 finally, in this movie, a lot of the kids have their own have their own little subplots. Bo- uh, Bobby and Cindy have put together a detective agency to find a missing find the missing doll. Which yeah, really carry all with um, Cindy's missing doll. Um, Jan has decided to create an imaginary boyfriend. That's not. That's fucking hilarious. Which, which, was, which was also based on an episode. And still work, and still also, that's the one that seems mo- most believable that you can still do today. Yeah, it's the that was the most um, enjoyable, like kind of sub, like subplots. Well, like well, the the Greg and Marsha stuff is pretty fun, but the George Glass thing, like when they all go to the um, the public pool, she fakes um, a page. Yeah. And she has to push, and as she's being paged, when she pages herself so Marsha would hear. Yeah. Because Marsha totally doesn't believe her. Yeah. That's where we get the sure Jan meme. The sure Jan meme. Yeah, oh shit, that yeah. is where we get that uh, that meme. That's awesome. That's awesome, great. And, um, so yeah, the guy with the boombox is walking by as, she's, as, she, as her page is coming through, so she has to push that guy in the pool, and Marsha still doesn't hear it. Um, and then she runs into RuPaul again. Taking yeah. care of her her daughters, who have the exact same dynamic as Marsha and Jan, Jan and, 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 Cindy, and RuPaul's yeah. giving them, as Mrs. Cummings. As Mrs. That, Cummings, that's, that's again, is great. Um, gives her advice, but she doesn't see her own kids' dynamic as the exact same because she's too close to it. Yeah. And uh, there's, you know, enough, uh, people are changing because a, a chaos agent has entered the oh, family. Oh, but the, oh, yeah. oh, just the, the other little bit about the George Glass thing. When she tries to go um, <clears throat> to the next level yeah. and just carries around a dummy. So Marsha and Greg so are trying... They, they go out on, on um, dates to the same coffee shop. You know, hip, mid-90s coffee shop. Um, trying to make each other jealous. Yeah. And then Jan shows up with a dummy. Yeah. And makes really an utter fool of herself, but because it's such a hip coffee shop, the guy, you know, a random guy says, like, oh, it's like a performance art thing, so people are, like, really into it. And when another guy says, man, we really need to catch their next show. You gotta catch their next show. This must be part of it. My gosh, they left the head. Or some yeah, bullshit. yeah, sure. She left the after they, head. Yeah, when Greg and Marsha leave together after their, their dates kind of blow up. <clears throat> Um, Jan just grab, grabs the dummy, but the head falls off and she runs <laughs> away. So it's, a, it's a great bit. There are some really good cameos in this movie. I did not recognize David Spade as the hairdresser yes, yes. giving you know, the Carol Brady a, a, a the same hairdo after like an hour and a half. Yeah, after using a chainsaw and like all a jackhammer and all kinds of stuff to get rid of her bouffant. This is the, the most unlike... He, he, is, he has never freaking looked any as much different as possible. We also have Richard Belzer working as a cop. Oh, yeah. as As Munch it, it, working in... As the fucking ooh, you gotta find out that, that this con guy, the he's from prison. I know all about him. Here's some information about him, Richard Belzer. We uh, and I, you're right, Jaja Gabor in her last role this is the last role that she ever did. Uh, you know, freaking 
uh, Rosie o- talking to Rosie O'Donnell. I don't know why Rosie O'Donnell. Did <laughs> Which this. was a very, yeah, a very weird team up of cameos. I have no. There is not. There's uh, some of these cameos don't make any sense unless you're like a. Uh, I think David Spade need a, the cat some uh, like need some cash in, or whatever need to just take a part. What, I don't um, know how what, much what he's you emotionally. Think SNL, do you know? What? Uh, I think he left. I think he left the same time. As uh, I, I think he left the same time as Sandler in '95. Okay, so They've this might, this him. might have been like his gig. Right yeah, uh, I mean he had uh, Tommy Boy as well as oh, uh, yeah. as well as Black Sheep, and I think they were. I know, I'm almost certain Tommy Boy is in. Was 95. he an LA comic or a New York comic? Oh, he was. Uh, he started out in Arizona, but stayed in L.A. for a very long time. Yeah, he started Okay, so that would explain why he was, yeah, out here in the Valley to do a movie. Yeah. Or, or yeah. If he he was, went back to stand-up. Came back to stand-up, came back to, yeah. And, yeah, Tommy Boy is 1995, so yes, he is Mm -hmm. out here doing all sorts of fucking shit. But, um, Black Sheep, yeah, 96 from the same, uh, yeah. But uh, I, 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 li- I liked all these fucking pop-ups. They didn't make a lot of sense, but they were ju- uh, as fucking nuts as the movie, uh, as this fucking sequel. It, they go... <laughs> they can only get... Uh, they can only pull the wool off uh, the Brady Bunch's uh, family's eyes for so long before uh, them putting two and two fucking things well, there, together. There's the other funny gag of, um... Okay, so they get their meat from Sam, Alice's boyfriend. Yeah. And so they're, apparently they eat a lot... Yeah, a lot of red meat. And apparently... <laughs> Alice puts a lot of lard or something in her meatloaf, and they eat, like, meatloaf sandwiches, which I loathe meatloaf. You hate meatloaf. I I just, I don't understand it as a concept, let alone a food. I just don't understand why you would do that. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. I I don't understand it, and it's vile. But but they'll eat, like, meatloaf sandwiches for lunch, and it's just, like, so gross. Roy tries one. He spits it out. Like, I I don't blame him one bit. Um, So... Alice doesn't get offended because she's, you know, Alice. She's just like, okay, well, let me try and I'll, I'll make something that, that he likes. So she's cleaning up his room. She finds um, a baggie of shrooms. shrooms. And she's like, oh, I'm on to you. I'll make something you really like. And I'll put the mushrooms in there, and you'll enjoy that. She makes mushroom spaghetti. There's mushroom spaghetti, and with he can't stop With a bag of magic eating. mushrooms. And, yeah, he eats, like, two bowls of it, and he's super stoking on it. Yeah, yeah, oh, this tastes really good. I don't know what you put it here. Well, she, I can't she's get like, it yeah, I thought you'd like it. I used I used the mushrooms from your room, and he's like, whoa, well, you used my mushrooms. my mushrooms? Oh no! And he fucking freaks the fuck. He's I like, mean, yeah, he's... tripping with the Bradys, yeah. and then and then we go an, um, into animation. Yeah, which is very surprising. I didn't see. Good a- morning, starshine. Yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> it's really awesome. It's really well done. It's um, it. it he, uh, once you trip with the braiders, you have to realize, you have to get, once you get back to consciousness, and once you get fucking back to soberness, you realize... You're in what, the promenade. Yeah, you're in the promenade. And in Santa Monica. In Santa Monica. Going after, shopping. Going shopping. At Shawnana, which is where they get all their retro clothes. Yeah, which is... 
hilarious. That's the thing I was kind of wondering is like people make fun of their clothes a little bit because um, when the first one they shop at Sears. Yeah. Um, but it's like in the '90s, retro was kind of in. So yeah. I think actually dressing still like that is. Would, yeah, would have would have actually been kind of hip in a certain crowd. The only thing that seems unrealistic to me now is like there being a thrift, a uh, clothing thrift shop near the Santa Monica Promenade. Thrifting might have been big at that time. I don't know. It might be. You're right. You're I right. don't know. It's a movie. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, that he has the dance. He doesn't realize the type of fucking weird shit that he... The oh, I like the, the kind of little bit of callback. Um, when, they're, when Carol's like, oh, Roy must be sick. And Alice is just like... Really? That's weird. I ate the spaghetti, too, and I feel totally fine. And then we see her climb into the, into the fridge. Yeah. So it's like, she's tripping, too, but that is tripping for Alice, being totally normal and just climbing into the fridge. Yeah. Which is <laughs> very... And then later on, she comes out, oh, well, I got... Oh, well, I... That's where that's where the But then Alice is a little freaky deaky. She yeah. like like the Brady's don't know everything about here because in the in the first episode when they first were gonna movie, go find yeah. or the first movie, when they were gonna go find Jan, we, we saw Come Alice sneaking Madonna. Yeah, sneaking out of her bedroom where Sam was, um in a yeah, in the Madonna blonde ambition, like Yeah. Like a black unitard like unitard thing with um with the black and pink, I thought it was black and with the gold nipples. Oh, gold nipples, kind yeah, of, kind of that. And you know, and they're like, "Oh, Sam, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "Oh, I was just delivering some meat." So they don't know about Alice. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> which is funny. Oh, and then Jan also she calls a phone set a phone sex uh, line um, to, to, prove, make to, sure, to, to make sure to make sure is her boyfriend. boyfriend and is like, "Yes, I would like to talk to the." Oh wow, that's gonna be a long. It's gonna it's gonna cost a lot more for it because she gives it to freaking Marsha and Marsha asks uh, some much more pointed questions about whether or not the, Menage a trois. Yeah, exactly. That uh, uh, so very. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. She, um. Well, you know, the Jen's all like, what am I wearing? My red jumper with the floral print trim. And that actually is a callback to a joke at the very beginning because it was the last day of school. Yeah. And they were talking about the yearbook messages that they got. Yeah. And um, somebody wrote in, a guy, of course, wrote in um, Marsha's yearbook, Menage a Trois. And she's like, oh, I, I uh, think, bet that means you're the most. So then you're when the, the most, phone sex yeah. operator mentions Menage a Trois, she's like, oh, I bet you're, I bet you're the most too, George. <laughs> You're the most too, George. These tiny little like callbacks. Tiny jokes. little uh, small jokes that really, really work. These callbacks are really well placed and really, really oh, wonderful. Speaking of which, so Greg goes to Roy, yeah. the con man, for dating advice with Marsha, and he's and it's it's just very like doublontons type thing. Like, oh well, she used to sleep with two girls, but now she just sleeps with me. Way to go, lucky man! And, and, I, and I'm like, that's a pretty hard joke for '96. Yeah. And then Roy's like, yeah, that's too much for you. You need to take someone more your speed. There's yeah. no way you can handle something. I don't like know that. if you can handle that, dude. That's it's too much. The uh, yeah, it's 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 really it's really wonderful. They they the chaos agent really works really well in this in this. Roy really 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 works well. He's actually named Trevor Thomas. Oh, we that's find his out, name. yeah, we find out from a fucking other goddamn that his assistant somehow the fucking who's yeah. Goddamn so it. there's there's the ladies' club auction thing, and Roy's trying to Skype the horse from from Jean Jean Gabor. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he like 
ends up, he's going to bid on it, but then I think he has to steal it and he flees to Hawaii, I believe. He he bids on it, but doesn't doesn't win it. Zsa Zsa Gabor says uh, the amount of money that she really wants for it yeah. and wins the bidding. And then when Zsa Zsa leaves or whatever, and we'll pick this up later, he just fucking picks yeah. it up and says, yeah, I'm taking this. And he gets kind of confronted by Carol Brady about it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she, he just fucking... He just uh, he just he kidnaps Carol and just yeah. absconds with it, and Carol and just fucking gets gets out gets out of there and takes takes her to freaking Hawaii, which is insane. This is an insane fucking thing to do. Just uh, okay. I've got also if you're kidnapping someone to to Hawaii, that just you know you could you uh, you could do worse. You could do worse, but also you could also. Not, uh, you could say, hey, I'm being kidnapped. I don't like this. You know, especially, you know, Carol could say it. Uh, oh, on the plane, Brady yeah. could have said that. And, but, of course. I, you know, I think, you're, I think there, are, there are tricks you can do. Well, no, this is the mid-90s. I know there are tricks you can do to tip off um, security now. Yeah. Like, like if you're being um, trafficked or kidnapped in some way, you, like, put a spoon in your panties. So it sets off the, um, the, the metal detector oh wow yeah and then when they pull you away to be like what's up you, you tell them yeah i'm being trafficked please don't let me go with this person oh that's interesting yeah so all you young people out there who are about to be trafficked by hey, any just top in case, G, man uh, oh jesus christ yeah that could, that's fucked up because that that's exactly the type of person yeah, that does that sort of thing yeah because yeah that's what he does but um, according to so Romain the more you and, know. But this was pre nine eleven, so they yeah. that planes didn't work like that at that time. Or, Pla- planes or, didn't work like that. Well, I mean, planes have always worked the same way. I'm talking about security. Airport, airport, airport security has never worked as easy as that. Yeah. The I don't. That's another thing you can't do in this movie. I mean, if you remade or tried to remake this fucking thing in in the twenty twenty uh, after nine eleven, the um, so. The artifact will go for about twenty million. Yeah, he already has a buyer in Hawaii. Doctor Whitehead. Yes, that's why they're they're going there. His name's Doctor Whitehead. That's fucking weird. Uh, yeah, he's he, my uh, Mike is now. You know, it goes after her. Yeah, so they're like, well, I guess we're all going to Hawaii. We got to find your mom. <laughs> you could you could also call the authorities ahead of time in Hawaii in that part of Hawaii. But you know, you know, you don't even know what part of Hawaii they're going to. I don't know. It just that seems. Oh, that's true. It's like there's fucking like, five islands or four, three islands. Why did I say five islands? Oh. I was gonna say I don't remember there being quite that many, but yeah, no, there's Hawaii, Kauai, Oahu, and Maui. one more. I think what is Ma- Maui an island yeah. or is it a city? Yeah, it's a it's a no, it's a island. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, oh, Oahu, Kauai, Maui, and a fourth one. I thought there was four. Let's you'll Um, we'll find out. No, I'm gonna look that shit up. That's gonna bug me. You know I. Great, sure, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, and he. I mean, there's enough of a there's a point in this movie where it just slows the fuck down because we're just watching Carol Brady and Tim Math. And Roy, also known as Tim Matheson, just walk through, or also known as Trevor, just walk through the Hawaii jungles 
you know, just walk through yeah. the Hawaii well, well, brush. Yeah, while they're doing yeah, while they're doing that. Oh, but we do find out that she mentioned something about her Ferragamos. Yeah. Like in the in the brush or whatever, and I'm like, oh, Carol Brady wears Ferragamos. Oh. That's nice. Yeah. Nope. Um but yeah, while the kids are on there, <laughs> there's there's some bits with with the family being on the plane. Yeah. Like Marsha forgets her hairbrush, yeah. so they they make the plane back up so she can get her hairbrush. Which is like you can buy a brush in Hawaii, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. anybody that's it's the United States and also, also anywhere else. You also, can buy it from brushing your hair with five thousand strokes, too much brushing is you're gonna it's gonna yeah, lead to female pattern that. baldness. Don't brush your hair that much; it's bad for it. Um, even then, at that young, even even as a teenager, you shouldn't do don't, it. Or you don't. You don't need to overbrush your hair. It just doesn't accomplish anything. No, I just thought there was a teenager component to it. Like when you're a younger person, that it wouldn't. Well, your hair is more resilient, so just like every other part oh, of you. Yeah. But just that's way too many strokes. It's completely unnecessary. Okay. But that used to be a thing back in the days. Like, oh, if it, your hair will be healthy if you brush it. And five thousand, I've never heard. I heard heard a hundred, but it's just kind of like once your tingles are gone, they're gone. Yeah. All right. Um, and then, of course, the kids, they get bored. So, and Greg, they, again, it was a different time. They let him bring his guitar onto the airplane, which I think is still unrealistic, but there's just no way I guess you could do it, but you don't. It would have to be in a case. and You'd have to be in a case, and have to be in a case yeah. And, and unless you're fucking like Jimi Hendrix or Steve, you know, or Eric Clapton or somebody. I'm pretty sure Eric Clapton um, flies private, babe. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. So, yes, he can play guitar on his own chartered plane. Um, but yeah, so they get, so they get bored, so they have to do a singing number, which just drives everyone fucking bonkers. Because they didn't like that. No one liked that. I didn't like that. That was bad. That was a re-trip. You didn't need to, I like, I would have felt the exact same way as the rest of that goddamn plane. No more fucking, yeah, I, I would just ignore it. I put on my goddamn well, I know, I mean, yeah, it's all about and headphones just, and earbuds on an airplane. Even in 1996, you could fucking put on the fucking yeah. 96 earbuds and you know press play on your fucking tape player and there you go yeah you'd have to bring a, a walkman or something because you wouldn't have your phone or yeah. your phone or you'd have your even if you had your phone there wouldn't be a lot you know music in it there'd be no music no in you it could in bring a cd player though i guess and be like a fucking brick phone or like a yeah or like a early razors or what the early razors whatever but uh, flip phones. Which but it but it, it would be very much a shut defuck up situation. Yes. Not an aeroplane. Uh, <laughs> he's. It, it, it's amazing that they are able to. It, it, it's amazing. Uh, I didn't get that joke until much later that they backed up the fucking goddamn plane just to get her. Just to get her brush. I, did, I thought that was. That seems like a dumb bullshit joke for the but okay. It was. It was okay. I just wanted to make sure that you saw the same move. Yeah, fucking stupid. Uh, but yeah, they did find uh, uh Doctor Whitehead. You know, <laughs> Doctor Whitehead's son. Whatever. But uh, Hawaii looks very beautiful, but we don't see much of it. No. I mean, we. It might have not even been shot there. That might have been. That might have been sets. Yeah. Or backlots or something. Something. But uh. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> turns out, oh yeah, tr oh, so, when they find out who, who, uh, who Trevor is, who Tim Matheson actually is, tr uh, Trevor, and know what type of, uh, danger he wrought on the, uh, on, uh, on the actual husband, it's really, really, it's really, really sad. Or, no, what he led to the boating, led to a boating accident 
I guess, that led to the disappearance of Dr. Whitehead's son named Gilligan. Yes, and, which is and, a fucking and Carol's husband, the professor. A professor, yeah. That's that's what I found really stupid. I yeah. hated, I kind of hated that. Kind of loved uh-huh. it at the same time. Dr. Whitehead's son, Gilligan, and Carol's first husband, a, profe- a professor. So the minnow is lost. <laughs> he refuses to pay Trevor for the horse. Now, they... They uh, got a really good actor for this Dr. Whitehead character, who's like just a fucking, who, who has been, who is like in the middle, uh, in the jungles of Hawaii, he's just there like, oh, okay, I'm here to fuck with your, I'm here to, uh, uh, I'm here in my palatial estate waiting for anybody to come uh, bring my horse back to me. That's what I believe in. And he's really, uh, after this whole hullabaloo and fucking finally the, uh, goddamn other Brady's finally find, uh, Dr. Whitehead at Dr. Whitehead's mansion. His name is Dr. Whitehead. This is is one of the fucking worst names for a fucking doctor. This was actually filmed in Hawaii. It was actually filmed in Hawaii. Well, they, they, I, I didn't see as much of Hawaii as I wanted to. He's... They, uh, there's a big skull. Uh, oh, however, uh, the Whitehead Mansion is in Malibu. Oh, well, oh, I get yay. So I guess they just did some exteriors in Hawaii. They, yeah, Mike and the family arrive in time to interview, intervene, and there's a bit of a fight, a bit of a like hullabaloo between all of them, between the two men. Yeah, and you know, Mike gets the upper hand, and Trevor is is. More or less arrested. Because he had called is, the cops while they were on Because the he called and, the cops while they when, were... When they found out his whole plan and where he was going, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Dr. Whitehead, his name's Dr. Whitehead. He's a plump figure. Um, yeah, he's a plump figure. Like, Ew. Like, like a grape. Like an actual grape. What are you talking like about? Like a round. He's rotund. Okay. Plump. Like a... Like a like a plump figure. Okay. <laughs> Are you making a joke that I'm not getting? <laughs> no, I'm saying he's fat. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I got that much. I was using other words other than fat because fat is a bit uh, has some uh, negative connotation toward it, so I wanted to say fat. But uh, no, Eddie was offering to pay twenty million dollars for the horse, and Mike doesn't says no. I don't. You know, it's a symbol of their togetherness. This this horse, this magical fucking metal horse is a sign of their toge- togetherness, which I found bullshit, you know. And then Sydney, Cindy gives him the fucking, gives Dr. Whitehead a fucking goddamn, what's it, what's his fucking, what's the fucking name again of the... Kitty Cariel. Kitty Cariel. You think a plump man with that much fucking money wants a Kitty Cariel? I think not. I think he's just being kind, but I think it's stupid to do such a thing, but all right, fine. Uh, after, yeah, she's apparently outgrown it, which seems like bullshit. You know... <laughs> Me, and the cute part of the end of this movie was Jan actually met a guy named George Glass. Yeah, That's a guy nice. a, a guy that was her age. Um, his parents are calling him in the... Um, and it has and braces. And he, he has braces just like she does. Um, and his his dad's calling him. His name is George Gunther Glass. Gunther Glass. <laughs> and she's like, George Glass? I'm going to go meet this guy. And he's cute. 
He's so, so it's like, oh, okay, let's do this. And, yeah. and then they get together. Thank you. That's, that's nice. I like that. That was a nice moment. It's just nice when nice things happen in comedies. Not so much sad stuff. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Whitehead, for mentioning that fart. And then at the very end. Okay, at the very end, they renew their vows. Mike at, and Carol. Mike and Carol renews their vows at, uh, at their home. And, you know, Marsha agrees to let Greg have the attic to himself. Until he goes to college, which actually I which think works because nice. that's only like what like another another year, and then she gets it for like a year or two, and then Peter can have it for you know once she goes off to college, and then they can just they can kind of take turns like getting their own room as the other kids leave. Yeah, and uh, and the movie oh, oh and yeah. yeah they can uh, and they share an on screen kiss which was very I still it was a bit weird it was a little ick. It is a little weird. But it's kind of like, yeah, once we both move out, then, you know, game Then out. we're both going to have sex with each other. Congratulations. Congratulations. But, but then, yeah, so Carol throws the bouquet, and, and nobody catches it. It just kind of lands on the ground. And, um... The gene of genie Yes, lady. Barbara yeah, Eaton picks Barbara. it up, and she's like, oh, has anyone seen Mike Brady? I am his wife. I am his wife. Which is like, okay, you're way too old for Gary Cole, <laughs> it, Barbara Eaton, at this time. Well, even even if you're thinking 1970s, it's not, it's not going to work because they're like... That uh, Brady Bunch started in 69, and I Dream of Genie, I think, started like late 50s, early 60s. So even then, Let's it wouldn't look it really work all that well. Or just, it, it's a nice, a genie named Genie, you know, we all, oh, yeah, oh, shit, 1967, yeah. or 1965, yeah, which is, 65, it's 65, 65 to 70, 65 to 70, it's just, uh, it's just a nice moment, but they do have the 1950s look of what you always say to be like, whoa, what are we gonna do now? Well, where do you think I learned it? Oh. Yeah, exactly. It was a Nick at Night baby. Oh, very Nick at Night. Um, this has been Top Notch Nonsense. I will. Uh, we will see you later. Thank uh, you so much. Are you going to do your notes without context? Yes, I am. I am. Did you want to do the outro and then do another bit? Or No, I wanted to go to the restroom and then maybe do the bit. Uh, okay, later. you don't have to do an outro to take a leak, babe. I know. It's the other one. All right. Thank you. I said this on mic, and I will uh, cut, it out later. cut it out later. Or maybe I won't. I think It'll be you interesting. should. I think you should, says the wife. I think you should. Well, I guess you'll find out whether or not she thinks she should, and whether it worked a little bit later on when you listen to this. Or oh, vote gosh, here. It's anyway. almost 8 o'clock. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. And now for a few announcements. I'm announcing that Michael has to pee. And still hasn't gone for some reason. And now for the end of the announcements. Hello, my name is Michael. And this is... Notes Without Context. Alright, this is Notes Without Context. Uh, this is a segment where I read off uh, notes that I wrote down during the movie. Most of them won't make any sense. Now... Thank you. Here we go. Rock music slash Los Angeles subversive 
for Brady Bunch, Michael McKean, male, don't bend over my mail. Marsha, what a bitch. Doug Simpson, Jan, they are on her socks. Get hip is really the 90s or are they just encrusted in amber? Miss like the Bates deal. Hangs Gene Smart, my bad seed. Jackal all over the good. Tatterly, pro property taxes, salty monitor, bye mom, Shelly Long is exquisite, Jen needs her glasses, crashing Eddie carjacking, oh meds, McDonald's fries, and then ho hello Frodo corn, do they rance it out at the 90s these things have to feel? Fox! Harder he gets into that pool of a Tom agent. Got to the dance, he is boring as fuck. Miss Lindley, putters pie, full rice, middle child, better warts. Eric Dininger likes the young desire. What the fuck? And are from are those times. Wear a man confidence, we gotta get them lean. Cameos galore, not a jump and you are spansty. Mr. Tortoise gonna latch on to Tattletail Man. Minerva is a 50-year-old bitch. Oh, cut her fucking hair. What a horrible dream girl, but is it in this time? Claims under the land before. Loud, spread, and toe jam recounts. Germany check. Fly with a older lady. The music book Merton Teen models, snooty dudes, dreams, Marsha's professional model, cut my rhymes from the basement place, tell her the Google I feel it, oh my gosh, the non-feeling that ugly toilet, ooh, the ass assured co colors and textures, and dance is pretty atrocious, Dan Jan is a fucking freak, and she's here to be fucking freaky. Day Jones rollicking in in Puniture Time. G Money knows comedy Japanese owner of the Cindy's Dimension. Mugshot my own Japanese uh, tonsils out. The little girl's children decide how to touch a bowling ball. Diana rocks, motherfucker. Lose the hair on Christmas time. Me too, real cheesy. We are phobia's gangline. Pierce without you naming things onto the Greg guy that had a carjack while he was under his own problems. Oh my gosh, Uncle Phil looks pissed. And now for Notes Without Context for the Brady Bunch sequel. Run! Gotta be toe closer on the water. I am very frustrated at the... at the... at the goddamn fire escape thing that is pissing me off right now. That's not something I wrote. Peter is an awesome provider. No one knows what you're talking about. Big carrot. Greg out of work happy. Get everything you want. Woman's club charity action. Male chauvinist reactor. A fantasy con man dickhead meme. Insane amount of 70s horseshit. Ew, sexy music. The most chaste sex stuff in the world. The subplot of sibling sex tension. 
Mr. Martin Brayer berates the role again. Drag you go, girl. Peter is recital uh, in the Tompkins instant. Something terrible has happened. Mr. Martin is a giraffe. Oh, fucking stupid giraffe names out the taboos of one man's thing. David Spade, when was Wednesday? That piece of shit. Oh, a lot of dick jokes. Divorcee, a $50 horse, top G-dog. Mushrooms made you connect with the Wizard of Oz. Kitty Carriol, light really does go out in the big lows. L.A. Zipper Feels, L.A. Nexus, Munch on the Case, oh my gosh, Dark Greg, I'm gonna not see it, ooh, really into hippie town, it's been scary, the sexy music is happening, oh no, sexy music when it shouldn't happen, get the horse, he's gone a, gun, uh, a gunslinger, my husband, the uh, professor. All right, thank you very much. This has been Top Notch Nonsense. Bye-bye.